Health, wealth, love, and happiness. Today, we're talking about wealth. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not the richest guy in the world, even though I am working on becoming more financially successful. I will tell you what I've learned so far, and I believe I have learned some big lessons. Uh, a little bit about my story is I, I dropped out of college in 2014. I was just, I didn't like the feeling of my parents, my dad paying for my college and for me to learn. And, you know, I just, the feeling of that, of someone else supporting me was enough to motivate me to be like, you know what, no more of this. I'm going to drop out, get a job and eventually become financially successful. And I felt like I wasn't learning anything from school. Um, Nowadays, college is so expensive that I don't even get why anybody goes, especially now with YouTube and books have been around for a long time. I feel like you could learn anything from that and not go thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt or at least go to a community college. So anyways, I dropped out of school, uh, moved to Dallas, moved to Dallas, Texas, got a job in retail selling women's shoes. And now a few years later, I'm the owner of a coffee company, which I am steadily growing and working on every day to grow. And uh, the lessons I've learned in the process of getting here, um, where do I start? So creating a company, let's just say you work like me, you just had a minimum paying job. You're a waiter or you're a busser or whatever it is. You don't like it. You want to get out become an entrepreneur and start your own thing. And nowadays, starting your own thing is much less expensive than what people think. I mean, you could probably start a business for a couple thousand dollars, maybe even less. Um, You know, YouTubers, all they do is turn on a camera and they get paid. Now, that's pretty rare to do nowadays. But find your niche, find your passion, find something that when you pass away, you would have liked to, you you want to leave your mark and it can be something small. It doesn't have to be big. Your business doesn't have to you know, solve the world's problems. It could just be, I want to open up a good restaurant that serves good food to people and the people will enjoy my food. Well, that is a service and that helps other people and you can make a lot of money doing that. And another thing, let's just use the example of opening up a restaurant. You're taking a little chunk out of all the big corporate restaurants and chains. I live in Dallas and I'm basically surrounded by chains. I don't see a lot of independent restaurants. Uh, like if you go to Austin, it's pretty, a lot of independent restaurants. You do see them, but it's just, it's harder to, it's hard to come by. But I wish there was more. I wish instead of a hundred McDonald's, there was more individually owned burger shops. And in doing that, you got to think about it like this. Let's just say you are great at making tacos okay does there need to be so many taco bells or could you open up your own taco restaurant and people will go to you instead of going to taco bell just that percentage of people will go to you and you can make a fine living off that instead of going to taco bell next principle so the first principle is you take a chunk out of the big corporations and start your own thing that can take a chunk out of that Or it could just be something totally unique and totally new to the market. And that's how you'll probably get really rich. But besides that, keep it simple. Just create something that you're passionate about and you can implement and do. 
The second principle is to keep it simple and to start do one little thing at a time. Don't dream if you're if you're working at a job now. Don't dream of opening up a hundred restaurants. Dream of opening up one. You know, if you want to uh, buy and flip homes, don't dream of opening uh, buying and flipping ten homes. Think about just opening one. Yeah, it's good to have in the future. You dream big. But realistically, what you can do tomorrow is do the smallest things and the most simple things that will get you there. And in my personal experience, uh, when I started my coffee company, at the same time I created another company, which is still something I'm passionate about. I I started an urban farm on top of a roof, uh, organic urban farm. And I still think that's a great idea, but it, it... I did two things at once and made it too complicated and that, you know, that didn't work out, that urban farm. I should have just been concentrating on just the coffee. So if you're going to create something, it seems you get this desire of once you start creating and once you become an entrepreneur, you want to do all sorts of things. You want to cre- you want to take over the world and create many businesses. Businesses to start take money. So it's better just to put all your money into one thing when you're starting out and get that thing up and running before you create other things. Yeah, you can, you know, you can have, they say you should have seven ways of income, but start off at one at a time. Get one going, start your passion. Even if you just leave it at one, let's just say you own a taco shop, taco stand, and that's all you do, you can make a fine living off that. You can make a comfortable living. And there are four there are four levels of income. There's flat broke and um, in debt or just broke in debt. The second one is financial independence. The third one is rich, and the fourth one is you're so rich um, you can literally influence the world. Like let's just say Bill Gates, you know he can literally influence uh, Africa and cure diseases over there. So. But this talk is really to get you from stage one to stage two, because I've been at stage one. I've counted pennies to pay for gas. I've been broke where all I was eating was basically just tortillas and cheese and made little cheese quesadillas for myself because that's all I could afford. And that feeling sucks. And it sucks to feel poor because you're dependent on other people. So this is just to get you to financial independence where, you know, in America, that's probably about 80000 to 150000 a year. And nowadays, with that, you're, you're living better than the richest people did 100 years ago, really. I mean, whether you make hundred grand a year or $100 million, you can pretty much... I know it's going to sound crazy, but you can buy the same human experiences as in you can take a flight somewhere. Yeah, you might not be flying private, but you're still flying in, in a chair through the through the air, which that alone, that's pretty similar. I mean, whether you're sitting in coach at the very back of the plane or you're flying in a private jet, 95% of that is similar. The only 5% is you're in a more luxurious seat. But 95% of the fact is that you're flying through the air. So poor people and rich people fly. Second one, um, cars. Okay, maybe you can't afford a Rolls Royce or a Ferrari, but you can afford a Honda Civic. 
a Honda, like I, this is my philosophy, a Honda Civic and a Bugatti are 95% the same. The 5% is just the luxury and the speed of the car. But 95% of it is the fact that you just put your foot down, sitting down, and you start to move at a rate that humans could not move at before. Third, third one, a house. How, if you're a multimillionaire, you can buy a huge house. Or if you're financially independent, you know, you can afford a small little apartment um, or a small little house. And I recommend buying, do not rent, own it. Because if you're just renting, you're getting somebody else rich and paying somebody else. If you own it, historically, you'll pretty much end up making money. So you don't even end up spending money because when you go to sell it, you'll make money. Or you could rent it out yourself if you want to move out. But anyways, back to the point, whether you live in a huge mansion or you live in, let's just say, you know, a nice one-bedroom apartment or even a studio apartment, they might look different, but they're actually not that different. One, it gives you shelter against extreme weather. You have a place, you know, a bed. And if you lived in a huge mansion, let's be honest, you would probably be watching TV or just lounging around anyways. You can do that in a small apartment. If you're watching TV what difference does it make how many rooms you have outside of that room you're sitting in or the room you're sitting in watching in an apartment? It's the human experience itself of what you're physically doing isn't that different um, the things that money, big money can buy you. Really big money buys you privacy. A private jet, um, um, let's say you live in a huge house and you can afford to have a gym in there. You don't have to go to the gym and be in public. But at the end of the day, I actually like, I don't want to be private that much. I want to be around people. It's healthy to be around people. So there's a lot of perks you think, oh, big money is going to get me. But really, those feelings are going to go away pretty soon. Do you think if you become rich and you drive a Ferrari that um, you're going to be like, wow, I'm driving a Ferrari for years after you bought it? No, it'll probably be exciting for a couple weeks, but then it'll just become part of your everyday life. With all that being said, it's still important to go out and make money, but do it from a place of passion and purpose and just realize that even if you make tons of money, um, your life isn't going to be that different. The biggest difference is to get from being poor to being financially independent. That's where you're going to feel the biggest difference in your life. It's the from making nothing to making 50,000 a year that's going to be much you're going to feel different from that than going from making 50,000 to 10 million a year yeah you're going to feel different from that too but the main difference is when you get your uh your you know clothing food and water and shelter taken care of and you can take care of that with just making 50,000 a year so to go to recap Create a business that revolves around your passion. Um, Keep it simple. Start it one at a time. And realize that no matter how rich you get, the money itself isn't going to make you so much happier. But money can buy you some great opportunities. It can buy you freedom so you don't have to wake up and do something you hate every day. And you can travel. And you can spend time doing the things you love like let's say reading or whatever it may be and you don't have to be working and you can be doing the things you love instead of that and the work itself could be something you love if you love 
Going back to the taco shop, if you love the look on people's faces when they're eating your good food, that should make you happy. That should make you more happy than the money it makes. So the business you create should be a service to other people, should help other people, and people should look forward to going to you instead of having to go to a big corporation. Like People would probably be happier going to your restaurant than going to Taco Bell. And do it all. A great book I recommend on this topic is The Science of Getting Rich. It was one of the first books I read and I still love it. It's a small little book written, I think, in like the 30s or the 40s. But it still definitely applies today. And and it talks about the importance of money. But it isn't, it's definitely not, you know, to be flashy and drive nice cars and wear nice clothes. If that's something you genuinely love and you genuinely genuinely love nice cars and nice clothes for yourself, then go right ahead. You know, think of it like this. If you've seen the movie I Am Legend, it's basically Will Smith is like the last guy on earth and he's driving a nice Mustang in the in the movie. So he's not doing it to impress anybody, he's doing it to for himself. So think of it like that. Like if you were the last person on earth, and you had nobody to impress, what would you, how would you spend your money on things? So that's a great way to think about it. And definitely don't keep up with the Joneses, which is like an old saying, like if the people around you are buying these things, don't feel obligated that you have to too. That's a sucker's game. And you're just going to go broke trying to compete with your friends. So that's pretty dumb. So live within your means create a business out of the passion of what you want to do and you only got one life that you're conscious of while you're here so make the most out of it everybody there's enough money in the world for everybody to have the basics taken care of to have shelter food water and clothing uh without having to worry about those things there isn't, there isn't enough for everybody to be a billionaire, but there's, every, there's enough for everybody to have those things. And I'm going to be publishing this episode on PodCoin. It's a company that allows you to listen to podcasts while getting paid in their currency at the same time. And you can go buy gift certificates on that. And it's also brought to you by my company, JulianCoffeePR.com, where we're bringing back Puerto Rican coffee. And supports the in the economy down there because we're paying the coffee farmers U.S. wages, and we're bringing a bottom-up approach to the world economy to the Puerto Rican economy at first, where we're paying the poorest people, really coffee farmers, in poor areas of the island, like coffee is usually grown in poor areas of every any country. We're paying them more, we're providing them with with uh, job stability. So check out a bag of coffee at juliancoffeepr.com and on Amazon. You know, this is not, it wouldn't be an episode about wealth if I didn't even mention a way for me to make some money. So there you have it, wealth. Have a good day. Bye.